Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good brothers and sisters, Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie, come in for Max Kellerman on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and your smart speakers presented by Progressive Insurance. So Carson Wentz has a new nickname. It's not Colts Commander. It's now Commander Wentz as he's part of the Washington football team. I'm, I'm still trying to get used to Washington Commanders. It's going to take more than a minute. Colts get a third-round pick this year, a third-round pick that can become a second next year if he plays 70% of the plays, and a second-round pick in 2022. The Commanders get their quarterback, Carson Wentz, and a second-round pick. Now, we know that players talk key and Jay all the time, that guys want intel on certain players, especially if they're coming to their team and everybody thought he's going to be with the Colts for more than a minute. It only lasted one year. Keyshawn, if you two are teammates and you've seen and you heard all you wanted to hear about Carson Wentz, what is either going to be your initial reaction or how are things going to happen with you and him in that same locker room? You know, my, <clears throat> I guess my, my initial reaction is cool. Okay. We got Carson Wentz. I, I don't subscribe to negative outside noise about one's personality or behavior. Uh, as long as his personality and his behavior is not, I'm not hearing racist things. I'm not hearing bigotry, mean-spirited, I'm good. As long as I'm not dealing with that when it comes into the locker room, I'm more than willing to give a person the benefit of the doubt. I'm, it's a clean slate with me when you are. I don't. Who am I to judge? I got to get to know you because there's always two sides to a story about a person's play on the field plus a person's personality. It's Carson Wentz might sit next to me. Most likely, if he was being traded to a team, when I'm already on it, they're going to put him next to me in the locker room okay. within a couple lockers. That's just the way it's always been, and we're going to have some sort of bond and relationship. I just know because I know my personality and I know who I am. And so I always – I'm just like, whatever. Until you show me something different, how can I judge you? Yeah, I think it's always cool, like just straight off GP. Like it's always going to be fine at the beginning, that honeymoon phase. But as soon as you throw one of those shuffle passes, <laughs> as soon as you start doing some weird stuff, Key, you, you know, like there, you are, it does feel like Carson Wentz is on thin ice, right? Now that ice can become thicker with the, the, the better he plays. But if he starts the season off by doing some of those things that you're seeing him do down the stretch for the Colts, people will be quick to start giving him that side eye. Like, yo, what, what are you doing, man? Well, yeah, you can have a conversation. You can have a conversation with his ass. There's no question about it. And you see, I use the word ass because I just got mad. The fact that he would throw a shovel pass unnecessarily (laughs) when he's not supposed to. So at that point, I can have that conversation with him and say to him, what are you doing? Doesn't mean that I dislike him. It just means as a leader on the team and within the locker room, I can pull him on the sidebar and check him up and get his attention. As a leader of men. Like, I know he's physically tough. Do you think Carson Wentz is mentally tough? 
Mentally, does he have the mental for? I know you're going to say, I do not know. But I'm asking you, from what you've seen, the body of work, does he have the mental fortitude to lead you to a high level on the football field? Do you believe that? Yes or no? (laughs) See, why you – then you (laughs) – That gave me the butt. Man, stop being goofy and let me ask the man's question. The the problem that you have with me is that – I'm willing to give him a chance because how I feel is that no matter who I'm with, they're going to be okay. That's how I feel. Um, I've played with some not-so-good quarterbacks, but I always approached it with a positive attitude despite what people may have said in the media along the way about the way that I approached it. I've always been a teammate. I've always been a class act when it comes to my quarterback. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he could learn how to become mental tough because guess what? He's around me, and I can get his ass to be mentally tough because my conversation with you, Jay, is different than Coach K's conversation with you. Mm, It's just a different way that you communicate with people to make them feel a certain way to get them to do what you want them to do on the football field. I, Hopefully yeah. that answered it in a roundabout way. Yeah, no, no, way. it's real. I mean, it's real. I think, you know, it's like treating it with white gloves to a degree, Key, because you have to put a lot of time, energy, and effort as a grown man with kids and your wife and your family into that relationship. And I just, when you look at the history of the way Jalen Hurts won the position from him with the Eagles and, and, and how we've talked about this, and Key, you're the one to tell me, Jay, they're so fragile. Yeah, but you so they, fragile. They, they, they are, and so you have to play psychology with them, mental psychology, flip the script. You have to put your arms around them and make them comfortable, make them feel like the world, everything is okay. The outside noise is just white outside noise, it's background noise. You don't have to worry about this. I'm here for you. I'm going to make you look better. Just get me the damn ball and we'll be fine. <laughs> That's the reality. See, Freddie, you see that part though? Get me the damn well, ball. As well, soon as he don't get him the ball, though. No, 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 no. no but see, not just that get, though. Get, getting you. me the ball will make you be okay. What, which means that it doesn't have to be a forty-yard strike down the field. It could be a simple slip screen. It could be a reverse. It could be a fly sweep. It could be a hitch. It could be a slant. Just utilize the talented players around you and allow them to bring you to the promised land. When you try to do. Things on your own, the shovel pass, un, unannounced shovel pass, a couple times during last season, they didn't ask him to do that. He was trying to do too much. And when you try to do too much, Freddie and Jay, that's when you get in trouble. Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as tune in. Here's something else I thought about in terms of he's getting another chance to be a starting quarterback. But could it be his last chance to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League? Dan Olavsky, ESPN NFL analyst, said this about that on NFL Live. The reality for Carson Wentz is he's got one season to save his career as a starting quarterback in the NFL now. Now that this trade has happened and the Colts have decided to move on from him, I think that this season coming for the Washington Commanders and him, it's the opportunity for him to save his career as a starter. It's amazing that a guy who had 27 touchdowns seven interceptions, got his team close to the press, was getting to the playoffs, and that has now become a conversation. 
with Carson Wentz that is this the last chance to save his career? We're not talking about a guy that has fallen off a cliff. That's not what we're talking about. But everybody goes back to what happened in that last regular season game versus Jacksonville and that all of a sudden Key and Jay has become a referendum on is he or can he be a guy ever again? The same guy that we saw before he tore his ACL the year he played for the Philadelphia Eagles and then he won the championship without Carson Wentz. Didn't you say that last year, two years ago, when he lost his job to Jalen Hurts? Didn't you say, well, this is it for him. Oh, my God, he's going to probably be a backup. And then what happened? The Indianapolis coach threw a lifeline to him, gave him an opportunity to be a starter again as a first round, uh, uh, gave up a one and a three to acquire him. And a year later, Freddie and Jay, they move on from him, right? So a couple weeks ago, when Chris Bowler said what he said, we're like, oh, man, he's going to wind up being a backup for somebody, blah, 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 blah. Washington just gave up a third-round pick, a, a third-round pick that could be a second-round pick depending on the percentage of time that he plays, and another second-round pick. Because why? Because they believe in Carson Wentz, so they threw him another lifeline. And I understand where Dan is coming from, but Dan is wrong on him being a starter. This is his last stop if he doesn't get it right. This is his last stop walking in as to be a starter, but this is not his last stop if it doesn't work out in Washington having an opportunity to be a starter. Because in the NFL, unlike the NBA, Jay, the NFL has one league. The NBA got many leagues that guys can go play at when they're done after first-round picks. He was the second pick of the first round. They're going to continue to keep giving him chances until such due time that they can't. Jeff George got a million chances, right? Jake Plummer, Jake Culler. I could just just, go on and on and on and on about quarterbacks getting opportunities to be starters when everybody gave up on them because there's always somebody that says, oh, I can fix that guy. Mm -hmm. I think he can help us. That's the only thing. It just feels like his brand is becoming more and more diminished, right? Like the more stops that he ends up having, Key. And it feels like – Yes, that's correct. Are we talking about Carson Wentz turning into like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, like this guy that just – Goes to all these man, different Ryan teams. Man, Ryan Fitzpatrick that, still get chances I, to start. I, I, I hear you. That's what I'm saying, right? But, but Key, I ask you in a funny way. It's like how many times can you take the food out of the refrigerator, put it in the microwave, heat it up, let it sit, put it back in the refrigerator, then take it out, eat it again? Like it's how many times can you reheat the until same food, it, man? Until it's all gone. Oh, that's nasty. You, boy, until it's all gone. Freddie, no. You done heat that thing up. It done got hard. You done put it back in there, softened it up again, ate a little more, it took all gone. When when you hungry, you'll make some decisions. Absolutely. You'll make some business decisions when you hungry. Absolutely. (laughs) Y'all nasty. When you you starving, you will make some business decisions that you have to make. You can eat around the crust, all that. When when you poe, you can make some decisions when you hungry. Believe that. This is Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max Keyshawn Johnson. Jay Williams, Freddie, coming in for Max Kellerman. Coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. We're going to stay on the Carson Wentz machine. And can he actually provide some leadership in a place that is known for having leadership or not having it, meaning Washington? That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. And welcome to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie Coleman, in for Max mm-hmm. Kellerman on ESPN Radio and ESPN2, presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. I can't wait to see the T-shirts. Commander Carson with the Washington Football team. I'm still going to call him WFT. I can't get used to the commanders. But either way, he's now part of that organization. Let's bring in an FOS friend of the show. Diana Rossini does a great job as an ESPN NFL analyst and reporter. About to give you that straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Diana, I'm going to start right there because if they had their way, Russell Wilson would be the Commander Russell instead of Commander Carson when it comes to being a quarterback. But that didn't happen. And also seeing that they had an interest in Jimmy Garoppolo. And then who Aaron Rodgers, who knows? But how did they end up with Carson Wentz in Washington after only one year in Indianapolis? Well, first of all, Freddie, it's great to hear you in this time slot. You do a fantastic job, Thank so you. it's great to be Appreciate here. You. Hello, boys. The voice of God. Hey. Yes. So we call Freddie the voice really of God. really is. Freddie, you've got You me and Morgan through. Freeman, you guys are in a sheer battle. <laughs> no, I'm true. losing that battle. Morgan's <laughs> winning that 100% of the time, believe me. I've uh, listened to you many of the hours uh, on the road before, so uh, it's, it's great to talk to you here. And, and obviously, guys, what, what a week. In the NFL, it's it's. I don't remember anything being uh, this exciting and, and almost a little surprising at times. I mean, I know the quarterback market was uh, was going to be strong here, and we knew that there was going to be a lot of uh, changes. But this is wild. I didn't think this would all happen this past week. And coming from Indianapolis, where I was there for the NFL Combine, uh, you normally hear a lot of whispers when big stuff like this is going to happen. And um, I didn't hear that much. I didn't know it was going to be like this. But that being said. I talked to a lot of people at the Washington organization in Indy, and look, they, they, are all, they were all in on just trying to get a quarterback, trying to figure out who was going to be their guy. So obviously striking out with Russell Wilson and not being able to, to land that deal because at the end of the day, Russell Wilson, he, he just wanted to play in Denver. That was the team mm. he had been doing work on, research on, as much as they were doing research on him, getting that package ready for him. Um, that, that, that was the destination for him. Um, I think he even shared on the Today Show he didn't want to live on the on the East Coast, so um, it, it made sense. But from the Washington perspective here, you know, uh, you know, Ron Rivera I think feels a little bit of that heat, knowing that they need a quarterback. If their defense can just get back to playing at the level we saw two seasons ago, we know that they were a little bit of a dud last year. Uh, they have this; they they have ability to be really good in, in a weak division, and and I think Carson Wentz, Freddie, gives them a good opportunity. With when you see these receivers, we know how fast they are. They've got a good run game, yeah. And, and when Carson makes good decisions, and we know that's going to be offensive coordinator Scott Turner's probably biggest challenge is helping him uh, with timing and 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 being decisive. When you look at the weapons around him, when it if it can work, it will work well. Mm-hmm. 
You, you know, Diana, you, you mentioned something that was interesting because of Scott Turner, right? And I talked to have these conversations with Jay to try to get Jay to understand it's not really about Carson Wentz. It's about the people that are the decision makers on calling the plays. If you go back and you think about the Indianapolis Colts, what are they built on? A solid offensive line and a running game. So if that is the case, then guess what you do? You run the damn football as much as you can, and you don't rely on a quarterback. But because of the Frank Reich relationship in history with Carson Wentz, he made it feel made, made himself feel like he owed it to Carson Wentz to show off his arm at times when he shouldn't. And I don't think you approach it that way in Washington with him, Jay and Diana. You decide at times if he needs to make one or two, three throws, you allow him to do that. But you establish a strong running game and a short passing game until you need to take a shot or two and play defense. Yeah, and he he made some bad decisions, but he also took a lot of sacks, if you recall that too. But And, Key, you make a good point, you know, I do think at times that Colts offense really didn't put the game on the shoulders of Carson as much as you would have seen in Philly, let's say, two, three years ago. Um, but, but let's just talk about, like, the overall reaction of this trade from around the league. You know, everyone was talking about it yesterday, obviously. Players, coaches are just talking with guys in the division. And as much as I think we can criticize Carson, and, and look, three different teams in three seasons, that, that, that's tough. You have to feel for him a little bit in that space. But nobody ever shies away from being open and saying he's a talented player. He's a starter. You know, people, you know, in Washington right now are are having that debate. Is this really an upgrade from Heineke? Yes, this is an upgrade. Absolutely. From a a physical specimen standpoint, right? Let's just start there. Carson is a big dude. But see, I just wonder, Diane, from a mental capacity from that from that perspective seeing how things ended in philadelphia now seeing how things ended down the stretch losing to the jags in indianapolis Mm -hmm. like what what mental toughness am i getting from carson yeah and and i think that's going to be the biggest question mark right because you know what we're hearing a little rumbling about about the type of leader he was uh the athletic had a, a really great article and some inside information about you know carson wentz the leader how he connects with players um, I, I do believe in giving players a fair chance in, in, in a new organization in Washington and, and, and seeing if that can work. But, yeah, I think that's going to be the challenge. And you, and you look at Indy Key, and, and that offensive line is not the same as it was yeah. in years past. You know, I know we showed a clip there of, of him getting, getting sacked a lot, and I mentioned it. But, but, you know, this is where Washington has got to make sure that they protect him, and, and it is going to be about that run game. And, you know, yeah. this is why I don't think – we're going to see the the Washington Commanders in free agency going after, you know, an Allen Robinson-type receiver. I think they're going to stick with the guys that they have there because if they can get that quarterback that can take care of the ball, I yeah. think it can work. Now, you mentioned Indy. What, 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 now what? What does yeah. Indy go <laughs> from here? Is, is it Matt Ryan? Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it – Jameis Winston, like they've got issues that they've got to figure out. And I'm sure they didn't go into this thing trading away their quarterback without a contingency plan in place. Yeah, you have to figure Chris Ballard uh, can run an organization pretty mm-hmm. well, and as he's proven over the last few seasons. Uh, Key, let's not forget, too, though, Frank Reich and Chris Ballard did just sign six-year extensions, right? So mm-hmm. they're, in good, wow. they're, they're in good shape. Okay, so they did that 
um, during the offseason here. So, or actually, you know what? I think they did towards the end of the regular season. Either way, they're in good shape there in Indy. But, you know, speaking with some people in the Indy organization, trying to get a sense, what's next, where are you going? You know, they're doing their work on Jimmy, right? Jimmy Garoppolo is obviously a name that's out there. But I sense there's a little hesitation there because of the shoulder. They don't want to go through that again. They don't want to deal with the quarterback with the shoulder situation. Mm. So I, I think they're going to be a little patient on that. Um, I know that they're not in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Um, I was told that that's not something that they're, they're, they're looking into. Um, and then, you know, there's been a couple rumblings. Chris Ballard had interest in Jordan Love when, when, when Love was, in, was going through the draft process. Um, and I'd heard that that's not something that they're, that they're going to dive into at this point. And uh, I'm not even sure if Green Bay is willing to give up Jordan Love. But mm. that being said, so what does that leave you? Or who does that leave you, right? Yeah, Marcus Mariota out there. I, I don't think that would make sense for that offense. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is a name, a hot name uh, coming out of Indy in terms of you know teams being interested in him, which also tells you, by the way, uh, that we are in a quarterback drought mm-hmm. in terms of talent. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying Mitchell's not. Um, I, I, I do think he has some uh, characteristics and, and leadership ability that I think he could be really good at a second chance here, depending on where he winds up. But he actually shared with Schefter that Indy was a team that was interested in him. So, look, Keith, somebody said this to me yesterday, and, and, and you know, I don't think this is stuff that we like to talk about or fans want to hear, but what if Indy's saying next year – we're, we're just going to build around the quarterback position and maybe not go and pay a lot of money for a quarterback. Perhaps maybe just draft one, stick with who's, who we got with Sam Ellinger on our roster, and roll with that until maybe the following, you know, next season when we can get back in this. I think that's fair to say that that's, that's on the table too. Great stuff by Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter and insider. Hit her on Twitter, Diana ESPN, joining Freddie Coleman, Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Keyshawn J. Willem Max on ESPN Radio. I'm listening the other night in Spain and Fitz, and you had something interesting regarding the trade involving the Seahawks and the Broncos, that the Seahawks would not have done this Russell Wilson trade without a plan for what's next. All right, so now we're at what's next. What is that next, and how much could Deshaun Watson maybe – a part of that next when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, that's definitely the other big question, Mark, as we're talking about all these quarterbacks on the on the market right now, or at least on the street looking for homes, as well as those sitting, perhaps getting traded. You know, you have to figure GM John Schneider, Pete Carroll here, are not trading away Russell Wilson with without a plan as well. Not sure if they're going to take that option that I just talked about with Indy with, let's ride with whoever we can wind up with right now and not go crazy to try to find the future at this point in the season. You know, uh, I reached out to Seattle to try to get a little bit more uh, on their interest in Watson. I, I haven't really heard back, um, but it, it, it makes sense. It would, it would make a lot of sense for them to go in that direction. And, you know, one of the other interesting parts about this is, you know, a lot of talk about Denver having – you know, three separate plans here before they traded for Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers was always A. That was always number one uh, leading into that. And, and as much as Russell Wilson, or as much as Denver did work on Russell Wilson to see if he fit, Russell Wilson did tons of work on them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was told he was in the building yesterday, uh, meeting all the coaches, taking a tour of the facility, um, and people were pretty impressed with him. Mm-hmm. They were impressed with with his knowledge of the organization, the history, Um and that was where he wanted to be. But the big question mark now is, you know, where does Seattle go? And, and, and I'm not sure at this point. 
And a lot of people may mm. be wondering that Russell Wilson gone, Bobby Wagner gone. Who knows? D.K. Metcalf may say, I don't want to be a part of this rebuild. I want to be out of here as well. We'll wait and see. Oh, it's a pleasure, Diana. Great stuff as always, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Speaking of Russell Wilson, wait until you hear what Dan Olowski said when it comes to him and the new home that he's in, part of the loaded AFC West. That comes your way at the Sports Center. Booker holding on the logo with 10 left here in the third. Doesn't want to scream. Wants to take Tyler Hero by himself. He wants a three. And he gets the three right over Tyler Hero with 2.3 seconds left to go. Arizona Sports 98.7 FM with that call with that 111.90 went over Miami on Wednesday. The Phoenix Suns become the first team in the NBA to clinch a playoff berth. Devin Booker leading six Suns in double figures. He had 23 points to go along with nine assists. 53 and 13 is the Suns' record. It is the league's best in the NBA. They're now 40 games over 500 for the first time since they finished the 2006-2007 season, 61 and 21. As hot as they are, Jason Tatum is keeping right in step with them. He scored 98 points in his last two games. 54 over the weekend versus Brooklyn and 44 last night versus the Charlotte Hornets and a 115-101 win. Celtics have now won 15 out of their last 17 games. How about Jason Tatum? He just became the sixth player since the merger to average at least 45 points per game over a three-game span. His 135 points over those sad three games is also a new record for the Celtics for most points in a three-game span. Meanwhile, Major League Baseball, if you're holding your breath, waiting for the season to start sooner than later, you can let that balloon go. They canceled the second week of the regular season Wednesday after days of discussion with the Players Association did not produce a new CBA collective bargaining agreement. Major League Baseball proposed an international draft that would cover amateurs from Latin America and Asia to the removal of direct draft pick compensation. The players said no dice on that one, and they sent a counter offer. The league then canceled another week of games. In other words, same day, same result. Sports Center brought to you by O'Reilly. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. They're close, convenient, and known for guaranteed everyday low prices and excellent customer service from professional parts people you can trust. Stop by your local Auto O'Reilly, O'Reilly Auto Parts today. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. The Denver Broncos and Seattle Seahawks have agreed to a trade that will send Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. We knew Russell was a little dissatisfied last year with what was going on in Seattle. Now there's a new Super Bowl contender in Denver. Snoop Dogg. We're going to talk about the West. We got to have a little West Coast love here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman. On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80 and ESPN2. So look at that division, guys. You got Justin Herbert with the Chargers. You got Derek Carr at the Las Vegas Raiders. Now you have Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos. And, of course, the biggest, baddest boy in that division when it comes to Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Our man, Dan Olowski, said on first take that he is taking Russell Wilson over Justin Herbert for the next five years. Keyshawn Johnson, the floor is yours. Look, man. As you scowl. I understand. <laughs> huh? As you were scowling. <laughs> I, I'm just – look, Russell Wilson is a is a really good quarterback in this league and a future Hall of Famer. There's no question about it. He was put in the right situation after he beat out Matt Flynn and went to two Super Bowls, won one, lost one, because they tried to win it with him. 
since then, it's just been, you know, some success and big yardage early seasons, early in the season, things of that nature. You're talking about over the next five years. If Dan Orlowski said over the next two years, I would say, oh, okay, yeah, I, I can believe in that. But over the next five, Russell Wilson's not going to be the same guy. He's going to eventually start to erode. Where Justin Herbert, I can only see where he's ascending and continuing to elevate his game. They just signed Mike Williams back. The Denver Broncos don't have a Mike Williams or a Keenan, a Keenan Allen. They don't have that at the receiver position. So I just – I don't know that that is true over the next five years. You would rather have Russell Wilson over Justin Herbert. Because Justin Herbert, man, if if Brandon Staley does anything good, Justin Herbert is going to find himself in a Super Bowl real soon. Freddie, no way. No way Dan said that. Did Dan really say that? Yeah, he did. Like this. I just think that people have this viewpoint of Russell Wilson as being a slightly above average quarterback. And we've fallen in love with Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert is phenomenal. I have said multiple times he's going to win MVP of this league, and the Chargers should win a Super Bowl with him because of his play. But Russell Wilson's a rock star. I mean, Russell Wilson is a guy that has taken the Seattle Seahawks franchise in the last five or six years and kept them relevant, even though they have done front office-wise since 2016. So the, all those drafts, 53 players they've selected in Seattle. One has become an all-pro. One. And that's the punter. He's never been in a situation that he is in Denver right now. He's never had a place where talent-wise has been top five or top six in the NFL when it comes to scheme players. And scheme-wise has been one of the best schemes when it comes to the, 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 the schemes in the NFL. See, I told well, you. See, I, I, I hate to jump back in here on you, Jay. No, but all good. Do your thing. First of all, he played with Marshawn Dam Lynch. Okay, he's had DK, DK Metcalf. And lock it. His offense has been pretty good. He had a young Jimmy Graham at the tight end spot. What the hell Dan talking about? He had an all-pro Hall of Fame left tackle. I mean, like, what are you talking about? And the defense was lights out. So is do you think when Dan's making mention, I'm just trying to I'm I'm trying to do my best job at trying to understand the reasoning of Dan on this one, Freddie and Key. Do you think that is cause the pieces around him in Denver, the probability of him potentially winning a Super Bowl is higher than the Chargers, and that's how he would equate success over the next five years, that that leads to a Super Bowl? I don't know that Denver from top to bottom are better than the Chargers. I don't know that. You know, if if you – and I go back to this again, Freddie, you wasn't on our show. I don't even – you might have been resting up for working all night long when we're on in the morning. But <laughs> what I do. Um, Mark Slareth was on the show with us a couple weeks ago, and I keep going back to this because Stink is dialed in in the Denver Broncos organization. He's on the ground floor in Denver. He came on the show, and we asked him if the Denver Broncos were, were a uh, – Aaron Rodgers away from go- going to the Super Bowl. So I want you to take a listen to that sound of our show a couple weeks ago with Mark Slayer. I think it elevates them to a playoff team. Do I think it makes them a Super Bowl team, a Super Bowl contender? No. I, I still think there are some things that they have to address. Um, I think they're back in, they're secondary. Uh, they need to – I mean, it's a really good secondary. I think they need uh, another corner. 
Uh, they've got a couple of guys that are free agents they're going to have to look at. I still think they have a linebacking issue in the middle linebacker position nowadays in the NFL. you got to have a dude that can fly sideline to sideline. They can play all three downs because they'll trap you in that stuff um, from a formational standpoint and also from a, you know, a, um, a hurry-up offense standpoint. So you got to have a dude that can fly. you got to have a dude that can cover the ground. Uh, I don't think they have that. I still think their defensive line needs to be addressed. Now, mind you, mm-hmm. that was Mark Slayer, Freddie and Jay, mm-hmm. talking about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> joining the team. Now, I'll say it again. Aaron Rodgers joining the Denver Broncos. That's what Stink said. Now, Russell Wilson joins them. Are you telling me that down that Russ has joined them Everything that Mark said just went away. No, it people, all got better. I, yeah, I don't believe that, but I, I I do believe in Vegas and that the odds have increased fifty percent. They are now twelve to one odds. Of, that, that's a that's a huge jump. So uh, the, the, I hear what, I hear what Stink is saying about Aaron Rodgers, but it, Russell Wilson does make this team better. Maybe not to the same degree it would have been with but Aaron Rodgers, but he does make them better. But, Jay, if this man just said that they're not even possibly a playoff team with Aaron Rodgers, think about what he said now. Yeah, I hear think but about that, it. Because they also they need to fill a lot of gaps, but they could fill some of those gaps, though. Could they not? I, I, they, they, they could fill them, but they just lost Noah Fant, the tight end, which to me is a blow to them, although they like the other tight end. That's a blow to them. Jared Judy didn't play most of, if not all, last year. He's got to come back. Uh, Sudden, the other receiver is still coming back off his ACL of two years ago. He's got to get back to farm. I mean, it's just a lot. And then when you start talking about all those deficiencies and holes, they didn't do all of this. And I don't give a damn what nobody say, including Dan Orlowski. <laughs> they didn't do all of this to go to the playoffs. They did all of this three players in a hall of picks mm-hmm. to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Not the Super Bowl five years from now. You don't do all of this to set yourself up five years from now when your quarterback is 30-something years old. That doesn't work like that. The Los Angeles Rams did what they did to do what, guys? To what? win the damn Super, Super Bowl, Bowl this year. Right. And they went out and they took care of business. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers acquired – the greatest quarterback in NFL history, and got rid of Jameis Winston that had phenomenal numbers except the turnovers to win the Super Bowl. That's why. They're counting on Russell Wilson doing for them what Peyton Manning was able to do, and that's asking a lot for Russell Wilson at this point in his career and in that division with those other three bad boys in the AFC West. College basketball in the home stretch as we go down the further the line when it comes to championship week. Let's Don't go. forget today, ACC tournament quarterfinals. Starring Jay Williams and That's his right. new it's Blue noon. Devils. That's right, baby. Taking on the Buddy Bayham Life Syracuse. They Orange. owe me, Freddie, because they didn't cover last game against <laughs> UNC. They owe me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All that comes begins at 1130 a.m. and 630 p.m. Eastern time. ACC Tournament quarterfinals all day long on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. With Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in from Max Kellerman, and Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. It's known as the city of brotherly love in Philadelphia, but they're going to show with a lot of hate tonight. <laughs> We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Been to a lot of good things here. It didn't end well. Just like marriages and all kinds of other things don't end well, right? And we're going to play Brooklyn and there'll be a lot said about it and then it's going to go and it's over. You know, there's no trophy given after the game. First time you have that type of adversity. They can't keep high bent them. Well, it is definitely a divorce between Ben Simmons and Philadelphia, but Ben Simmons returns to divorce court tonight, but on the bench. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2 with Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. By the way, tickets are over $4,000 tonight to sit behind the bench. Mm. Ben Simmons Mm. returning to Philadelphia as a member of the Brooklyn Nets, not playing, but if you want to sit behind the bench and be part of the tomato and lettuce gang, Tickets costing $4,000. He's not even going to play. It is still the hot ticket brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. Let's bring it on, man. Anthony Gargano does a great job, part of 97.5, the fanatic in the great city of Philadelphia. Anthony, I'm going to ask a dumb question, but, of course, I know what the answer is going to be. What is this city going to be like today leading into tonight's game with Ben Simmons returning but not playing, just sitting on the bench? Listen, the quote of Paulo Creed, it's going to be a damn monster movie tonight. Ow! <laughs> y'all crazy. Well, so you, y'all set up, and as soon as this trade happened, Anthony, y'all just start marking down y'all calendar for this date. huh? You can't wait to boo Ben Simmons and make him nervous if you can. Yeah, the goal is to make him cry. Wow. That's, that's the goal. Oh, man, listen. You, you got to understand, right? This thing, this story is an amazing story. It's Thor, right? I want you to think about it. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, two brothers, right? And forever it was thought that Joel wouldn't be able to last physically to build around and that Ben would be the guy to build around. Then they bring in Daryl Morey, and he's like, no, 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 we're going to build around this guy, Joel. Ben is upset by a lot of the stuff. Ben quits on the city, and what happens? What happens? What happens is there is a whole mess of a situation, right? And it's like brother against brother. That's the thing. It's wild. The whole thing is a story. It's it's biblical is what it is, guys. Anthony, even if, Ben, you guys get him to cry, what if the Nets win this game tonight? At home. Like, yeah, well, I mean, listen, I mean, I think the Nets were a formidable opponent. I mean, obviously, I, you know, I mean, the goal is to win a chip. That's the goal. The goal is 
has always been since the process began was to win a chip. But, you know, you guys have to admit, the guy quit on the town. It's a big deal for one night. It's a regular season night, and the guy quit. And they want to blame the fan base, and they want to blame the organization. <laughs> he just didn't want to play here. He, he, he's running from his issues. And listen, I, I, I love the kid. I do. I always thought he could be a great, great player. Unfortunately, there is something that's blocking him from doing that. And this story is unlike any other. Do you remember a guy leaving, coming back? He didn't leave because they weren't a contender. He, he left in the beginning of a max contract deal. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unprecedented. Yeah. But, Anthony, do you think at all, and, and you're screaming at me for this, yeah. that the Philadelphia fan base had anything to do with him not wanting no. to be there? Or is you solely putting no. all this on Ben Simmons? No, 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 no. What did the fan base? There was a pandemic. There was nobody in in the arena up until the last month of the season. It's the biggest ridiculous nonsense that they want to blame the fans all the time. When it's not true, it's not factually true. The fans, I bear witness to them trying, willing him early in his career to shoot the ball. They did not run him out of town. It's a fallacy. It's a lie. And it's not right. Did Okay. Did y'all run Carson Wentz out of town? Because he's back. Y'all got big no. moves with that one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. How about the biggest enemies of the state, both drivable. One's in Brooklyn and the other's in D.C. And now the fan base thing drives him out. That was the Eagles organization. All right? And by the way, that kid was never right. When he got hurt and Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, and you saw the story that came out yesterday where he was bemoaning the team's success while he was rehabbing. <laughs> I mean, come on. You have to accept – let me ask you guys a question. Okay. Is it right to accept the behavior – of Ben Simmons and Carson Wentz. Depends on who you talk to. I mean, is Ben <laughs> Simmons' behavior acceptable? You guys tell me. Seriously, if you got a kid or no. a young person, you, and you allow that behavior? Really? Well, see, no. see no. Anthony, you're right, man. You're right, Anthony, you're right on that. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all could be so oh, harsh see? to people. No, Anthony, you could be so harsh to people and if they already yeah. sensitive to a point, you lose them. Let's be real. Hey, man, stop. But, you know I'm telling you. But, 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 Anthony, let me jump in here for one second, Anthony. That's exactly the point, though, Anthony. If, you if you're it. not built to take it, you shouldn't be here. Right? Like, And my thing is, you guys have given him so many chances. You're giving him chances. Like, my thing, you either have to have the mental fortitude to fight through it. And, like, for me, right. I, I would be like, oh, okay, I didn't shoot. I'm going to come back. I'm going to drop 50 next game. Not disappear. Yeah, so that's I, you. Yes. You're wired that way. You're right. Either yeah, way. y'all. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess so. Who gets the who gets the, the 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 worst reception when they return back to Philadelphia? Is it Ben Simmons or Carson Wentz with the Washington oh, Commanders? That's great, man. I, <laughs> I think Ben because Ben left for no reason. Wentz and the organization fell out, right? And and he wanted out, and he was never truthfully. Wentz was never really an East Coast guy, but Ben. Ben was was supposed to be the savior of that franchise. He was the face of the process until Joel got healthy and moved him out. And and you know, and then Harden comes in. Imagine this town, please shoot the ball, Ben. They're begging him to shoot the ball. 
Now, now the beard comes in, and he's their dream. It's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> and they're going to win a chip. They, they may never wake up after tonight in Philadelphia, no matter what the end result is going to be. Go get him, Anthony. Man, have a great time tonight, brother. Thanks for joining us. Love you, Freddie. Love you, boy. Keith. Uh, Yo, baby. <laughs> Hit him on Twitter, Anthony L. Gargano. He is the host of the Anthony Gargano Show, 10 to 2 p.m. Eastern time on 97.5, the Fanatic in Philadelphia. Great by Anthony Gargano joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Ben Simmons is supposed to be joining a big two in Brooklyn that may have its own issues. That's next on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Say, text, is he going to hang himself with bridge cables, which is pretty savage in and of itself. He's still not strong enough. Goodness gracious. Wow. Do you, Number I mean, you one. Like Garland, right? Is it fair to say? No, I love him. No, you, no, I'm no, you worried don't. about him. I look at the size of him. I'm worried about him. You think he's going to just go at any. Hello, sir. Good morning. Hello, brother. Good, Good morning. <laughs> Perfect. Coming at you in 30. Thank you, you sir. It. Rick DPHO, <laughs> you've got about. Oh, it's how convenient you have a countdown clock. No, how convenient. I'm just saying it, it, it works for me. So, and, and it also works for Dave. You know what? I got 40 <laughs> seconds for you right here. Forty seconds for you. I'm going right to butcher this entire at, segment. At the I'm end of the day, it. at the end of the day, it's it's all love on this program. Yeah, I love that we call everybody pants. out. I love this show. It's going to go sideways one day. I worry. One day. That's it. No, I, 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 you see this segment. I don't, I don't you think, see this crosstalk. I don't think. Segment. I do not think this is rock bottom. I think we're headed there, and and maybe this uh, maybe this idea that uh, is coming to fruition in the coming days. Maybe Monday. Maybe Monday. It all starts to hit new depths of how bad things are. On our show. I'll take prepared. it to 8.07 today. Watch. So, good. You know what? I don't doubt that you will because I don't think you're all that capable. Let's bring him in from KJM, <laughs> the great Jay Williams. Jay, What's up, I don't boys? know if you heard about what Rick did yesterday morning because you know there's a hard out here. You, got, you guys have to get back to your show. Mm-hmm. He was on with us with 11 seconds left. Rick decided to ask him a fresh, brand-new question. Rick, well, what are we doing, question. Rick? Why would you put my, why would you put oh, Jay, my co-host the, in that problem, situation? Jay. Because you have a sense of humor, Key, Key doesn't. I tried to, I tried to say a funny joke. It <laughs> fell flat, and then there was dead air. I had nothing. Key, what I was the nothing. joke? Now you have to tell me the joke because I couldn't hear it, it yesterday. Wasn't, it wasn't all that good. Go ahead, yeah. tell him the joke. <laughs> no, no, we mentioned Christian McCaffrey, and I, I just uh, a little throw in because we only had a couple seconds left. I was like, yeah, but come on, Key, you, you got Olivia Copo on that deal. <laughs> nothing. Cricket. See, thank you, Jay. <laughs> oh. Look at Jay. Jay I, 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 because I know who she is. Year. That's a good deal. I mean, that's a good throwing package on the tail end. I, I, I appreciate that. Sweeten the deal up a little bit. Yeah, Thank you, Jay. Did more than sweeten it, huh? All right, all right. The two of you get your heads out of the gutter, please. <laughs> what? For God's sakes, Jay. What do we? I'm have on her IG on page right today? now. I can't help myself, Rick. What? What do we? Do what do we have? Ooh, this picture is different. I have no today. idea what you're saying. I'm still on her IG page. <laughs> what was your question again? Sorry, dude. I'm ready now. I'm ready now. Jay. I'm focused. He's going to ask you some lame question. I don't, Jay, uh, can you tell us what's on the show today? Stop with that, you know, you know, that nonsense. You know it's garbage. Great, Jay? Is he, I'm, not, I'm not doing crosstalk anymore. I, I, <laughs> I was hung out to dry yesterday, and I won't participate. Now I won't shut up. Ask the man a real question. Don't mock him. This with, is hey, a Jay, legitimate question. Show? People want to know. I'm ready. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now you're guy. exposed. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm what, seeing something not up, exposed on my IG page. Go ahead. What is coming up on the show today, Jay? Olivia Copeland, um, <laughs> she'll be a topic. No, guys, tonight is the night. I mean, come on. tonight is March 10th. I've had this day circled in my calendar since the trade has gone down. We have 
Ben Simmons is not even playing, and I, I still think that the pay-per-view money for this game is going to be off the charts. The single shots we're going to see on every Ben Simmons face tonight, every facial expression, every fan interaction that he has is going to be appointment TV. Like, I don't even care what happens on the court. And think about this. I don't care about having Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, and James Harden on the court as much as I care about seeing how Ben Simmons handles the pressure and the booing and the yelling coming from the Philly fan base. That is worth the price of admission for this game. Yeah, but, Jay, he's not playing. Why even sit on the bench? Like, what are we doing here? I, well, I, 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 don't, I don't understand that. I, I don't know. It's like, well, you don't want to play in the game, but you want to face the crowd by being on the bench. Like, so I, just worse. play in the game. Play, it, makes you, it makes you look worse. I, I can't. But, guys, I've stopped a long time ago trying to understand understanding the reasoning behind how Ben Simmons operates. So he's given me appointment TV. I'll be there to watch it. How about the Knicks last night, Jay? Three you in always a row. rag on the Knicks. That's a that's whoa, a heck whoa, of a Whoa, that's a loaded Dallas. statement, Dave. I don't appreciate that. Um three in a row. Guys, I, I I gotta tell you, and every time I watch a Nick game, I'm just like, man, RJ Barrett is getting better and better and better. And there were parts of me that really questioned whether he could be a 1A guy. I would battle with some of my friends. I'm like, look, he's more like a Robin. He's a guy that could be two or three as it relates to superstars you have in your team. But I'm really starting to wonder that R.J. Barrett could be a 1A. He, he could be a perennial all-star. Like, are we? It feels like I'm starting to go down that rabbit hole when I watch him play because of how he's able to operate and how he's able to get his shot off. Um, I still think, look, they're finally playing hard, what you expect to play from them each and every single night. I don't know if it's enough to make a playoff run down the stretch with 15 games left to go in the season, but I like what I'm seeing from R.J. Barrett. Rick, you have any other questions, or should we get let uh, Jay go? Thank you, Jay. You were terrific today. Anything else about Olivia? No? Terrific. Okay. All good. We'll talk to you soon. Now All right, boys. The great, the great. Hey. You got it. Learning from your Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.